This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. Romans chapter 2 verses 7 through 8. He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But he will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. This warning was not given to heathens. This warning was not given to those that deny God and refuse to accept His Son as their Savior. This warning was given to those who had accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. This warning was given to those that professed to being Christian, had been baptized, and even filled with the Holy Spirit. Why warn people? that were told they could never lose their salvation. Because there is no such thing as once saved, always saved. This comes from Jesus Christ himself in John 15, 1-6. For none can be a part of the vine unless they are born again, unless they are saved. Any who deny this has openly declared to the world that they deny he spoke the words. As such, Christ will deny them to his Father. Matthew 10.33 Romans 2.9-11 There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil. For the Jew first, and also for the Gentile. But there will be glory and honor and peace from God for all who do good. For the Jew first, and also for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. For God does not show favoritism. This is a powerful sentence. This goes to the core of those that profess that once saved, always saved, is real. For those that profess this are stating that they are God's favorite which again goes counter to the Bible as this very sentence existence within the Bible makes clear. In the first chapter of Romans, it is described how those that refused to worship God as God turned to idolatry, the worship of things and animals. This takes different shapes today. They worship their homes, their transportation, and even their pets keep the majority of their wealth unto themselves, all while proclaiming they are one with their Savior, for He will never remove their salvation. The beginning of Romans chapter 2 begins like this. Romans 2, 1 through 2. You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad, and you have no excuse. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are condemning yourselves. 
For you who judge others do these very same things. And we know that God, in his justice, will punish anyone who does such things. And we know that God, in his justice, will punish anyone who does such things. This verifies that there is no such thing as once saved, always saved. For it is made crystal clear that any who live in sin will be punished by God, for he has no favorites. If you sin against God, no matter your affiliation with him, this shows he places all upon the same level, as it should be. We are all required to follow all of Christ's commandments. He added two, well, technically he reaffirmed them. Matthew 22, 37-40 Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. That is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Which means as we are to follow the laws and the teachings within the Old Testament, we are also to follow what Christ said to the young rich man since it is shown in three different Gospels. Mark 10, 21. Then Jesus looked at him and loved him and said to him, One thing you lack, go away, sell whatever you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come take up the cross and follow me. How many sell off their possessions? I know of an extremely few, which places the majority to be living in sin as testified again by Christ himself. Luke 16, 14-17 Now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, also heard all these things, and they derided him. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached, and everyone is pressed into it. It is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one tittle of the law to fail. Which means the laws of Moses are still active. What is it that is highly esteemed among humanity? Seeking after wealth, comfort, luxuries, and fancy clothing. All of this is seen as an abomination to God, and thus a sin. Nevertheless, most that profess to being quote-unquote Christian live this very way. A majority of these believe in the false doctrine of once saved, always saved. However, they deny the law which is clearly shown will not go away until the new heaven and new earth are created by God after the thousand-year reign of Christ. 
Christ commands we sell our possessions as proof we are his followers. Yet millions refuse to even do this, always seeking more and better, always seeking after the world. 1 John 2, 15-17 Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Consequently, as they seek after bigger and better, they seek after the world, which means that God is not within them. Nevertheless, they profess that they are saved. They profess that they can never lose their salvation, yet God is no longer with them. It is truly and completely sad. A great multitude follows Christ today. This is what Christ himself said to another multitude when he walked the earth 2,000 years ago. Luke 14, 25-33 Now great multitudes went with him, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and child, brother and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intended to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going to make war against another king, does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. Or else, while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. What is the very first sentence he says? If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother and wife and child, brothers and sisters, yes, his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. What does this truly mean? It means that we are to place nothing upon this earth before Christ Jesus, not even our own selfish desires. All is below God, especially us, as it should be. The only being that deserves glory is God, the Father, through Jesus Christ, the Son. Just in this sentence alone, we can do willingly as Christ requests. In the next sentence, we find the cost required. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. We are instructed to accept persecution from all those that deny the truth. We are shown that those that will hate us the most are those that are religious, 
calling themselves quote-unquote Christian, yet denying the truth found within the Bible, saying that they are favored above all others, special, exempt, privileged. Was this not the mentality of the Pharisees and the Sadducees? Did they not teach laws that were not written in the laws of Moses? I will let those reading and listening to answer that for themselves. Then we come to the most important sentence given in this. So likewise, whosoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. Once again, Luke 14:33. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. Forsaketh is to set apart, take leave of, to renounce, bid farewell, send away. All, all, the whole, every, any. We are specifically instructed to get rid of all our earthly possessions and to keep any. We deny being a disciple unto Christ. Does this mean to go homeless? No, it does not. It means to live in the least possible keeping the majority ready for the glory of God. 2 Corinthians 9, 6-15 For we are told we must not store our treasures on earth, but in heaven. Matthew 6, 19-24 Christ did teach mainly to the Jews, but then why do we have the Gospels? Just for the Jews? No, for it is all to learn the truth from he who spoke it and died upon the cross for us. All that is taught within the Bible is for all that profess to be his followers. Any who deny any part of the Bible deny God. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17 All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. All scripture. That means the entire Bible applies to everyone who calls themselves quote-unquote Christian. That means that if Jesus Christ says something, it applies to everyone, not just the Jewish people, but to anyone who calls themselves his follower. Time is running out. He is soon to call those that are ready into heaven. Read the Bible and accept the truth, the good news, and stop listening to people-pleasing teachings that are not within the Bible. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world. Sell his empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I